0: You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Radio, 107.9 FM KUMT Randolph and KBYU FM HD2 Provo. His current BYU drive featuring a lot of Tyler Algier and a little of Emmanuel Asupa, but not a lot from Lopini Katoa late, and Mitchell Juergens explains why from field level.
2: Yeah, so Lopini Katoa is in the medical tent being evaluated for a left ankle injury. Um, It appears that they have taped up his ankle, um, so his his return is questionable. Uh, It looks to appear that he will likely try to come back and play in this game. Um, but as of right now, he's still in the tent. I'll keep you updated on his status moving forward.
1: Thank you, Mitch. BYU coming back to a third down and goal from the four yard line in a 31 31 game. We're starting the fourth quarter. BYU, after three quarters, leads in total offense 402 to 327. BYU, 161 rush and 241 pass. Hawaii, minus 10 on the ground and 337 throwing it. So the run and shoot is all shoot and no run today here in Honolulu the 2019 SoFi Hawaii Bowl. Good to have you with us on this Christmas Eve final quarter of football for BYU this year. A 13-game season concluding for the Cougs. A 15-game season coming to a close for the home team, the UH Rainbow Warriors. All right, the Cougar offense breaks the huddle and gets to the line of scrimmage between the hashes. Algier will be in the backfield with Wilson in the gun. Wingback left, tight end and two wides to the right. They motion, Hifo. The snap to Zach, the give to Aleva. Going for the far sideline, running out of room and being forced out and then thrown to the ground well out of bounds, but no flag. And now BYU will be forced to settle, it would appear, for a field goal try. So, for the first lead today... Jake Oldroyd trots out. BYU simply must have points here. The Zach Wilson fumble a moment ago, moments ago, taking points away. This one you got to get. It's a Mountain America field goal. Try it. The Cougars make it. Mountain America will donate another $500 to the American Red Cross. Oldroyd one for one today. This from 20 is all. Left hash. The snap, the placement to kick on its way. And it is through for three. Well done by Jake. And the Cougars have a three-point lead and lead for the first time in the 2019 SoFi Hawaii Bowl. 34-31, 14-37 to play here in Honolulu. We'll stay right here after the Cougars go in front by three, having trailed by 14 on two occasions.
3: So, Greg, my head knows you're right, that you got to take points there and you got to kick it. And if I were the coach, of course, that's the decision I would make. But my gut says, man... You got to get in the end zone there. You can't. That's now two straight trips, not only inside your own red zone, but inside your own five, and you come away with only three points. And while this Hawaii offense has struggled mightily, or at least struggled mightily throughout the entirety of that third quarter, they you worry about them going back to what they were showing in the first half, which was big plays and touch and scoring drives of touchdowns.
1: Well, uh, on 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 the positive, uh, Jake Oldroyd hasn't missed a kick today. And, and that's a nice turnaround from recent efforts uh, for the entire kicking game. It's been rough, and at least they're getting the points they have to get on field goal tries. A 20 yard field goal there, caps an eight play, 54 yard drive, and 3.09 off the clock, consumed. And now it'll be kicking away the Cougs. Skylar Southam will send it back to Justice Alngaffa and Jonah Panoke. They've taken Lincoln Victor off of kickoff returns as Southam. Approaches from left to right, north to south here at Aloha Stadium. BYU in the royal blue jerseys, Hawaii in the whites. BYU technically the home team today. As coming out of the end zone from two yards deep is Jonah Panoke. And he is hammered at the 20-yard line. Dropped five yards shy of where he would have been had he taken a knee. So the Rainbow Warriors minus five on the return there. How about this number? Minus ten in rush yards on the day. Tough to lose a game when you hold the opponent to negative rushing yardage. BYU has a three-point lead as we start quarter number four. 14-32 to play. and BYU in front, 34-31. 34-31 was once upon a time an infamous score in BYU football lore. That was the end of a few BYU-Utah games. If this one ended 34-31, they would take it and thank you. Miles Reed with Cole McDonald, back quarterback to hand off to Jason Matthew sharsh who jumped into the backfield, and he gets two yards running right to the 24-yard line. It'll be second down eight for UH. Clock rolling to 14 minutes here in the fourth quarter. Cole McDonald gun, Miles Reed to his left hip. Trips left, single wide right. This offense has ground to a halt here in the second half. The handoff Reed, and he just kind of skitters forth for three more. It'll be third down... Long three, almost four for UH. This Hawaii team kind of just jumped in front and stayed on the gas most of the first half. And they have just, ooh, a BYU jumps offside, and off-balance offside, a free play for McDonald. He uses it to go deep, and he's got his man downfield inside the 30-yard line. A free play to JoJo Ward. It'll be first down UH deep in BYU territory. A BYU player fell off-balance, ended up going offside, ended up being a free play for McDonald. He took advantage for a big gainer.
4: Offside. Defense number 55. That penalty is declined. The play results in a first down.
1: So Lorenzo Fawentea tipped into the neutral zone, basically, Riley, and ended up giving McDonald the free play, and they finally connect deep.
3: Yeah, I have not seen anything but Hawaii going off their normal cadence. It was a very good job by them to pull out the hard count which got Fawate off sides, and then Jojo Ward on the straight-go route just outran Diane Gomoloku.
1: 26-yard line of BYU. UH first down and 10. Twins to either side. The handoff to Reed. Reed starts at left, is wrapped up and thrown down by Austin Kofensis. A gain of a couple, maybe three for UH on first down and 10. BYU scored in every quarter of today's game for just the third time in the season. Back-to-back games, Utah State and Liberty. BYU scored in all four quarters, but only those two games this year. Second down, seven. Long seven, almost eight. McDonald, miscommunication. He lobbed the tying pattern to the end zone, and his receiver was hung up near the line of scrimmage. It'll go to third down and eight for UH. From this yard line, they could tie the game with a field goal if nothing happens here on third down. Cole McDonald walks toward the sideline. Gets a word from his position coach, will settle back in with the play clock down to 25, and the game clock at 13.02 and stopped on the incompletion. BYU 34, Hawaii 31, in the 2019 SoFi Hawaii Bowl. BYU coming in 7-5, UH coming in 9-5, playing a 15th game and a 9th home game this year. Cole McDonald shotgun, Miles Reed to his right hip, trips right, single wide left. The handoff to Reed on a third down and eight. That's a weird play. That's a weird play call. A lot of respect for BYU, but a weird play call.
3: Boy, Greg, I'm sitting here nervous and as they trot the field goal team out. Nervous that they're going to go back over the middle on that basic crossing route that they had so much success in the first half. We have not seen that. We are now 12 minutes and 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. We haven't seen that, which they probably had 150-plus yards on that play alone. Haven't seen it one time in the second half.
1: And they hand off on third and eight. So now from 40 to tie the game, Ryan Meskel, ball between the hashes. The placement solid, the kick on its way, didn't get a lot of it, and was wide right with it, and BYU holds to no points, and UH is going to rue that third down play call, I think. Field goal missed, and BYU stays in front, 34-31, timeout on the field. 12-19 to play here in Hawaii. It is BYU 34, UH 31 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Tonight's BYU football game brought to you by America First, Utah's number one credit union. Join us, and you'll be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details, and go Cougars. Hawaii's been held to one rush yard on the night. BYU leads it 34-31. to 31. The last time BYU held the team to fewer than 10 rushing yards for a game... It was a game you played in, Riley. Season opener, 2012, Washington State. Mike Leach's first Cougar team, right? I think they did, right. and they, they were minus five on the ground that night as BYU won it by a score of 30-6. to six.
3: We had a great defense that year, led by, you know, guys who've gone on to have great pro careers. Ziggy Ansaw, Kyle Vannoy, Danny Sorensen, another few players who maybe didn't play in the pros but were great players like Romney Funga and Awana Kavenga. Brandon Ogletree, that was a special defense that year. Now, you started the game at quarterback in that game? Did, yeah, and uh, we, we played played really well on offense as well. Now, Washington State's not trying to run the ball on you. Yeah. <laughs> but that, was, that was very much true. <laughs> but, but holding someone to negative yards is impressive nonetheless. That
1: was a game where they also brought a kid named Taysom Hill in to throw a touchdown pass, That's right? That's
3: right. Fourth and one, and it was a designed run with a pa- uh, an option to pass, and sure enough, he drops back and throws a dart to Connie Friel for a touchdown. BYU
1: first and ten at the Cougars' own twenty-two yard line, and the throw behind the intended receiver from Zach Wilson to the far sideline, Talon Shumway, incomplete to second down and ten. So Hawaii setting this BYU drive up with a missed field goal of forty yards from Ryan Meskel, and the kick wasn't great. Like it barely had enough to get to the uh, to the crossbar and was wide of the right upright. So Meskel on the miss hit. He's good from fifty. He's been good from fifty, but that was a bad kick. And BYU will take it. Thank you very much. Pistol. Algier behind Wilson. Hand off Tyler. Tyler's run very well in second level again. And keeps grinding. A shoe comes off as he runs down to the 45-yard line
3: of Hawaii. Was it his? I think it was. It is. His right shoe came off. So as the safeties who dove at his feet about 12 yards past the line of scrimmage, he did kind of that, almost like that Deion Sanders kind of high step where you kick your feet out. And a guy was able to catch his heel, but he was strong enough to get his feet through that and keep his balance for the big game. So a blown tire, but he burns rubber to the 42 of
1: UH on a 36-yard scamper. BYU with a 11.50 to play, leading at 34-31. to And momentum, courtesy of Tyler Algier, who goes to the sideline to affix his shoe as Jackson McChesney takes the handoff. And McChesney goes, no, the keeper is Wilson. Oh, McChesney was looking to the second level. It was wide open for him, too, but Wilson kept it and ran five yards to the right side. So the play fake Wilson ends up becoming a true keep, and uh, Wilson runs all the way to the right sideline for five, and from the 37 now of UH, it's BYU first down and 10.
3: So, Greg, they're showing the replay up top of Tyler's last run, and there's a stat... For yards after contact for running backs. I wonder if there's ones for yards after shoe loss right. because Tyler would score about 20 on that.
1: McChesney stays in the game in pistol on the second down and five, and a flag flies in BYU's backfield.
4: McChesney flinched. Ball start. Offense number twenty-seven. Five yard penalty. Second down.
1: I guess it had to happen at some point. BYU's first penalty of the game. Comes with 11.14 to play and a three-point lead for BYU at 34-31. So second down 10 at the 42 wipes off the previous Wilson game. Pistol and Algier back in the game. Hand off Tyler. He's running it so well and can burn clock at the same time, but he's driven back for a loss of a yard on the play. So Algier forced back and so... When you go 2nd and 5 to 3rd and 11, trying to close a game out, that's, uh, that's a rough sequence of events. We'll see what you can do here on 3rd down and long.
3: Yeah, and while you try and shorten the game and play field position, you're only up 3 points, and while this, again, while Hawaii has struggled in the 2nd half and been held scoreless, you don't want to press your luck because they've proven they can score at any time.
1: Third down, 11, from the Hawaii 43, 34-31. BYU leading at 10-23 to play here in Honolulu. Isaac Rex sets up at the right wing. A three-step for Wilson. Wilson throws down the far sideline. He's got Shumway there, and Shumway can't haul it in, but a PI is called on Hawaii. It'll be first down, BYU, at the 28 of Hawaii. Pass interference on the Rainbow Warriors.
3: Textbook pass interference by Cortez Davis, as he never got his head around
4: to look back towards the ball. Pass interference, defense number 18, 15-yard penalty from the previous spot, automatic first down.
3: And hey man, what, sorry, Riley, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and he had a fistful, maybe, two, maybe even two fistfuls of Talon Shumway's jersey. It's interesting as Talon looks up at the screen, he kind of kicks the ground in frustration knowing that he had him beat. Had it not been for the pass interference, he would have had a big catch and maybe more.
1: Emmanuel Asupa checks back in for BYU. BYU going double tight with Bushman left and Rex right. Shumway and Simon also setting up on the right. So no wide receiver, short side, left side, as they go shotgun Wilson with Asupa to his left hip. 10-12 to play in the game. BYU first and 10 at the UH 28. He takes his drop. He goes for the end zone. Ball in the air. Ball drops to Simon. Incomplete at the goal line. A pass breakup by Cortez Davis, who has just whistled for P.I. It Goes incomplete to second and 10 from the UH 28-yard line. That BYU's already in scoring territory, leading it 34-31. 10.06 to play. Clock stops on the ball drop.
3: Davis went from poor coverage on the pass interference to pretty good coverage against Simon on that last play. Kept his hands clean, free of uh, Micah's jersey. And uh, right as the ball hit, Micah's hands was able to punch it out.
1: Wilson gun. Algier to his left hip. Two wide's right, single wide left. One of the wide's hip motions. The pull away by Zach. The run to the right on the keeper by Wilson. He's cut down on the 30-yard line on 2nd and 10. A loss of 1, 3rd and 11 again. BYU was bailed out on 3rd and 11 on the PI moments ago. What will happen here? 3rd down long for BYU. If they get nothing, it's a 47-yard field goal. try. But stays a one-score game. it's really closer to 12 on this. Third down 11, long 12. Uh, Third and 11, long 11, almost 12, I should say. From just inside the 30-yard line, BYU must get to the 18 for a first down. Empty backfield now. Bushman and two wides left. Two wide receivers to the right. Zach Wilson shotgun by himself in the backfield. Hawaii blitzes from the right, Zach steps up, evades a second tackler, stays alive to the near sideline, forced out after a gain of only about three, maybe four, to the 24. It'll be a 41-yard field goal try, but again, field goal is the result of a promising drive. Mountain America field goal try once again for BYU. Jake Oldroyd out to go perfect and stay perfect at three for three. BYU attempting a Mountain America Credit Union field goal. If the Cougars make it, Mountain America will donate. Another five hundred dollars to the American Red Cross. Nine seventeen to play in the game. BYU thirty-four, Hawaii thirty-one. Livingston will hold. He saved a field goal earlier with a great placement of a skip snap by Harris. This snap is good. Placement good. Kick on its way. Plenty of leg and no good. This one. And Jake Oldroyd and Hayden Livingston both say it had to be good, but it was waved wide and no good.
4: Timeout on the field for me.
1: And that was one where the kick was so good and so high that it may have hurt the Cougars because any kick going over the uprights can't be reviewed for wide or not, and... The kicker thought he made it. The holder thought he made it. The officials said no, and so we stay 34-31. Miss field goal UH, Miss field goal BYU. We stay in a three-point game. 9.03 to play. We're taking a timeout here in the 2019 SoFi Hawaii Bowl on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cougars' Greg Rubel on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: All right, 34-31, BYU leading Hawaii with 9.03 to play and UH taking over after a BYU field goal miss from Jake Oldroyd. First and ten at the UH 24-yard line. Cole McDonald, who is spelled for a spell, but just shortly by Chevin Cordero, is back at quarterback. McDonald on a 20-for-33 game 383 yards and three touchdowns. McDonald gun. Empty backfield for Cole. Pocket holds deep down the near side. Two receivers in the neighborhood, the ball beyond both of them well incomplete. Second 10 at the UH 24 yard line.
3: McDonald knows he missed his receiver there. As uh, He's got a lot of physical tools, throws the ball really nice, good good momentum, but his deep ball is uh, pretty flat. And by that, I mean it uh, it doesn't arc very high in the air, and it makes it hard. It's got to be really perfect and hit the receiver in stride. Otherwise, it's going to be overthrown, as it was on that last play.
1: In the second half, Cole McDonald just now 2 for 10 passing. Again, empty. Five wides. High and caught. By Jason Matthew Sharsh at the 31-yard line. Gain of 7. 3rd and 3 for UH. The ball was high. Thrown inbounds. Sharsh goes high to receive it. Catches it. Immediately contacted. Down. 3 yards shy of the line to gain. So from the UH 31-yard line. 3rd down and 3. Rainbow Warriors. 8.30 to go. BYU 34. And Hawaii 31. Once again, 5 wides. 3 down linemen. They drop 8. The quick throw on the screen. It's complete. And... I think he got the first down yardage by a half yard. Jared Smart makes the catch in traffic and does move the stick. So a big completion there on third down and three. He got a little more than three to move the chains. Ball between the hash marks. U.H. down three. We're going to get under eight minutes to go on this next play. This game of swings and miscues and field goal misses and reviews and non-reviews and camera angles and Whatever else, it's been a wild one. And BYU leads it for the time being, 34-31. Again, empty backfield, meaning five wide receivers for Cole McDonald. McDonald on a three-step quick fire. Complete near sideline to Cedric Bird. And Bird is hornswoggled at the 39-40 yard line. Gain of about five. Second and five U.H.
3: Good tackle there by Troy Warner. As uh, Mitch mentioned earlier, as the sun has gone down, the wind has been swirling and picked up a little bit here in the stadium, and Hawaii has responded uh, with staying with the short pass game as most everything has gone lateral here with the occasional deep ball down the field, which has been incomplete. Second down five, Rainbow Warriors.
1: Empty backfield is favored. They go empty again. A quick fire to the near side. Complete to Sharsh again. This one for a first down. Needed five. Got seven on the sideline pattern. And again, the sticks move for Hawaii. BYU 34, Hawaii 31, 7-17. Clock rolling as the Rainbow Warriors approach midfield. 47-yard line of Hawaii. UH looking for a 10-win season. A fourth straight home win. BYU playing for win number eight. Screen white, right side completed to Smart. Smart's immediately collected and dropped. Gain of five. So second and five once again. 6.55. Now you start to look at that clock. Is BYU sitting with three timeouts. Hawaii with three timeouts in a three-point game. BYU stayed in and then turned around this game here in the second half. But never really pushed the lead with chances to do so. Now it's a matter of hanging on. Hawaii again goes five-wides. Second and five at the UH 48-yard line, at the BYU 48-yard line. Beg your pardon. On a three-step, McDonald's settling, settling, stepping up and taking off. He will not get the first down. He'll be three yards shy. He gained two, third down and three once again for Hawaii. And the clock rolls to 6.15 here at Aloha Stadium.
3: We'll see. They had a third. Two drives ago, they were faced with a third and eight and decided to run the ball with only one yard of rushing for the entire game. On a third and three, you'd think this is a, a run pass option, but I find BYU, I'm lining up all pass and garden against the quick game because I don't see there's any way they risk running the ball.
1: Again, empty. BYU shows three up front on a third down and three. BYU drops eight once again. McDonald throws complete. Settling at the 40-yard line. Jared Smart hauls it in between two defenders to the 38 of BYU. Another third-down conversion for Hawaii. And both teams, after really excelling in the first half, have cooled off a little bit in the second half on third downs. But Hawaii's number still stays positive at 8 for 15. JoJo Ward, by the way, 159 receiving yards in the last two years. When either he or Bird get 100-plus, Hawaii is undefeated 8-0. BYU looking to put a dent in that record. Again, five wides of the setup. First down and ten at the BYU 38-yard line. McDonald takes the snap, and as he takes his drop, we have whistles. I don't see a flag. Timeout?
4: The ruling on the field on the previous play of pass complete is under review. Mm, okay.
3: Hmm. So Austin Confensis, as he made the tackle on that last play, got his hand between the defender and the ball and ripped it out. So I think they're going to argue that maybe he never had full control of the ball or that it's a fumble.
1: They'll take a look at that as we take a timeout. 519 to play here in Honolulu. BYU 34 and Hawaii 31 in the 2019. SoFi Hawaii Bowl here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: All right, 519 to play here in Honolulu. BYU 34 and Hawaii 31. In this game, Cole McDonald has surpassed 4,000 passing yards for the year and two more Hawaii receivers have gone over 1,000 for the year. So this Hawaii team does feature a 4,000-yard passer and three 1,000-yard receivers. They have a 900-yard rusher, but he's not likely to get to 1,000. That's uh, Miles Reed, but very close to having the 4,000-yard passer. The trio of... 1,000-yard pass catchers and a 1,000-yard rusher. What incredible balance and productivity on this Hawaii team. But this Hawaii uh, offense has really slowed to a crawl after halftime. And BYU leads it by a score of 34 to 31. As we come back in, it'll be a first down and 10 for Hawaii at the BYU 38-yard line. Both teams have missed field goals here in the fourth quarter.
3: And that's the, and that field position first down and 10 at the 38 is pending an official review which that's is now, yeah. which has now gone on for two and a half three minutes yeah. so there might, there might be something to the fact that perhaps this ball wasn't completed
1: and which would set up a fourth down and out outside of field goal territory as I recall the previous spot again the play before the timeout is a completion to Jared smart but then it goes to review and they've been oh, all the notebooks coming out this may come back If it comes back, it'll be a decision for Nick Rolovich in Hawaii to make here on a fourth down and three. Is that what it would have been?
3: Yes, I believe so.
1: It was third down and three. Smart for eight, and I think it's coming back. They're going to march it back. It'll be a fourth down and three from the BYU 46-yard line. So too long for a field goal, and you would think the offense will... Well, the option is, of course, punt and pin. Not a bad decision. You've got three timeouts left. We have five minutes and change to play. This may be a punt situation for Hawaii. So here comes the official call. We expect momentarily from referee Tim O'Day, and it may be a reversal of the previous call.
4: After reviewing the play, the ruling on the field of complete is being changed to incomplete pass. The ball will be returned to the 46-yard line, where it will be fourth and three. Clock operator, please reset the game clock to five minutes, 44 seconds. 544 please
1: this has been a dramatic game in every way including the many reviews that have either confirmed or
4: please. reversed calls. thank you the clock will start on the snap that's why you have
3: replay there's so many games that you watch that are frustrating because it's like man this doesn't affect the outcome of the game it's we're just replaying or reviewing for for reviews sake but you're right, Greg. Each one of these has come in a timely or big situation, whether it's been reversing a big third down like in this case or turnovers like in previous cases.
1: No punt and pin for U-H. They're going to go five wide on fourth down and three from the BYU 46-yard line. Play of the game for the BYU defense, maybe play of the game overall. BYU shows three down linemen. They drop eight. McDonald, settle, settle, fire, complete. On the crosser, complete 30-25-yard line to Cedric Byrd. What a throw and what a moment for Cole McDonald. They are so confident in that pass game. They just wing it.
3: Yeah, he had one-on-one coverage against Troy Warner. Troy gave him, and you got to do that in a a fourth and three scenario. You can't. Give a tip your hand too much, but he gave him a two-way go. He was lined up on him, squared with the, at about five yards, and he was able to beat him on the inside slant route.
1: Ball between the hashes, five twenty to go. First and ten, UH converting on a fourth and three. Now a run play to Sharsh, and Sharsh goes. Oh, he had a flag at the far side. Will it come back? False start to first and fifteen against Hawaii.
4: False start, offense. All eleven players were never set for a second prior to the snap. Five-yard penalty, first down.
1: Penalty number five against UH. It'll back them up after a big play on the fourth down. And every yard lost means a longer field goal if nothing else is gained relative to the line two gain to the 31-yard line the ball goes. First down and 10, 15 with 5.15 to play. BYU's up three, 34-31. And as they've been in almost every down of this possession, empty. Five wides for UH. Ball between the hashes. Strong side. Trips to the right, twins to the wide side left. McDonald looking left. Pressure from his right. He goes for the end zone. It'll be a battle for the ball. It is caught but out of bounds and maybe not even caught at the back of the end zone by Nick Mardner. It was way too, it was just too deep. If Mardner was going to haul it in, he was going to be out of bounds at the back of the end zone.
3: Yeah, that, that ball was launched with the line of scrimmage at the 31. Maybe if it was at the 41, he had a chance, but there just wasn't enough field left to be able to make that play.
1: So second down 15 from the 31. If they get nothing on these next two plays, you're looking at a 48-yarder for a guy that missed from a 40 and barely got it to the uprights from 40 shortly ago. Down to a seven-second play clock as well. We're late in the clock here. Down to 5 and 4. The play clock at 3. The snap to McDonald. McDonald the out to the far sideline, and it's incomplete and no flag. Kafusi had the coverage on Jason Matthew sharsh on the out-to-the-far sideline, and it sailed to the team area. Third down and 15 now for Hawaii.
3: Good no-call there as Isaiah had his eyes back on the quarterback and was simply breaking to undercut an out route, and their feet got tangled up just a little bit. There was no real pass interference intent there on that last play. So third down and 15, and how much
1: would the Warri- Rainbow Warriors trust Meskel from 48? He was barely enough distance on a 40. McDonald, empty backfield. Third down, 15 at the BYU 31-yard line. Snap to Cole on a three-step. Steps up, pressure from behind. He's going down! What a time for a sack, and J.J. Nwigwe with a big play once
3: again. And as I'm looking, my eyes go, I see a scuffle, like, over on the sideline. Sure enough, it's all of the sideline coaches getting Kalani Satake, who was so pumped at J.J.'s great pass rush that he had come out onto the field. BYU got a sideline warning previously on Aleva Hifo's punt return, but that was a great job by J.J. Again, he was the right defensive end, had a one-on-one with the left tackle, beat him on a speed rush around the end, and got to Cole McDonald before he could release the football. Timeout, Hawaii. Charge timeout,
4: Hawaii. Their first of the half.
1: Credit the BYU Cougars for messing up this Hawaii possession in a big, big way. Fourth and 23 for UH now back at the BYU 39-yard line. Too long for a field goal. And punt and pin would seem like a reasonable play if your defense can then hold BYU on the ensuing drive and you play field position. We'll see what the decision is by the Rainbow Warriors after we take this break. 414 to play here in Honolulu. BYU 34, Hawaii 31 on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We
1: have 414 to play here in Aloha Stadium, Honolulu, Hawaii, the 2019 SoFi Hawaii Bowl. This game is uh, already three hours, 30 minutes plus as these two teams have combined for. 77 pass attempts, almost 700 passing yards, almost 900 total offense yards. And Hawaii will now punt and pin, facing a fourth down and 23 at the BYU 39-yard line. Stan Gaudian to kick it away. Aleva Hifo, who's been instrumental in BYU getting back in and taking a lead in this game with his punt returns and has done well as a pass catcher as well and a rusher. Awaits at the ten yard line, thirty-four thirty-one. A little more than four minutes to play. Hawaii now has expended one of its three timeouts. BYU all three of its timeouts left. The play clock's down to eight. Yeah,
3: interesting, Greg. I don't know what they're waiting for. They
1: may just get five more yards of distance for uh, Gaudian, so they'll yeah, let the yeah. uh, delay of game be called and give him some more room to work with. So the play clock expires. Five yard penalty. And he'll get some more room.
4: Delay of game. Kicking team. That penalty has been declined. No. Fourth down.
1: So say we could keep it right where we right where we had it. Thank you very much, Kalani says. Maybe a little tougher to control with the shorter punt. So from the 39-yard line, fourth down and 23 on the declined penalty, and Hawaii will punt away. Snap to Gaudian. Takes something off it. Back spins it. Fair catch called for and made at the 6-yard line of BYU. So the Cougars. Lone mission is to move the sticks. Hawaii trying to get the ball back for one last thrust here. Tra- trailing it by 3 with 4.07 to go.
3: BYU's had the balanced attack. You look at the yardage, it's 4.46 to Hawaii's 4.26. But BYU's 4.46 is composed of 2.41 through the air and 2.05 on the ground. I, you'd, I'd imagine you'd want to add to that 2.05. If you can get that extra you know, 25 yards uh, and end up at 2.40, 2.40, that 25 yards will probably get you enough first down and enough yardage to wear out this clock here, or at least cause Hawaii to expend all of their timeouts.
1: Zach Wilson in shotgun, a sprint right from the end zone, throws to the sideline, out of bounds, incompletes. The clock will stop at 4.02 on the incomplete pass by Wilson. Second down and 10 from the BYU six-yard line.
2: Yeah, and that was a good route by Aleva. Just, just missed throw by Zach. Uh, a, I mean a bull call there uh, to, to throw the ball. The receiver was open, so Zach, I mean Zach should have hit Aleva there um, for a big first down.
1: Wilson's 0 for 3 throwing it in the fourth quarter. And the pistol with Algier. The handoff to Tyler. He's run very well here in the second half. The pile pushes. What a, what a gain off not much of five to the eleven. So third down and five, and here's your play of the game for BYU now as they keep getting bigger and bigger, and this one is massive. Third down, five, at the 11 of BYU with 3.44 in the clock rolling, and BYU up three.
3: BYU is going into the wind, so you can't expect really a booming, field-changing punt out of your punter Jake Oldroyd. So even more reason that you need to pick up the yardage, the necessary yardage here on third down.
1: Aleva Hifo is in the backfield with Wilson. The play clock is at 5. Hifo vacates as Wilson backpedals to the goal line. Now takes off to run. Being pursued from behind. He's cut down at the line to gain. I think he got it. He did. On third down and five, a gain of six for Zach Wilson. And BYU moves the sticks. And a Hawaii player is injured with 3.09 to play. And that...
4: Timeout on the field for a defensive injury.
1: Corey Bethleys, the injured Rainbow Warrior. We can't say that's the one, but that's one of the plays BYU will have needed to win this game. On a third down and five, Zach Wilson takes off and a great burst of speed to evade the trailing defender and cut down by defenders to his side. But once he got to the line to gain, needed five and got six. So new set of downs for BYU in Hawaii with two timeouts remaining. Sees a clock stoppage on an injury with 3.09 to play.
3: That to me has showed maturation from Zach Wilson there 's been many opportunities earlier in the season where Zach could have, in big situations, gone ahead and used his legs to pick up the yardage necessary to keep the keep the chains moving or keep the drive alive and it just the the decision making process hasn 't been there. In that scenario, it was big. It was covered up. His first read was Matt Bushman across the middle. He was being doubled across the middle, and then his back was covered one-on-one in the flats, which in a a situation like that, when you're backed up against your own end zone, you you don't have much time to sit there and scan the field. You have to be decisive, and he was, as he tucked the ball down, out round two defenders and uh, had a physical finish to the run as he got across the the line to gain. So from the
1: at the 18-yard line of BYU, first down and 10. Just take care of the ball, move the sticks, and maybe two more might do it. Hawaii will have to use timeouts, of course. Clock is rolling now at 3.05. And BYU should let this thing get way down there. The play clock is at 30. BYU shouldn't snap this thing until close to 2.30 remain. And then Hawaii will need to think about immediately using timeouts. 1st and 10, BYU at the Cougar 18-yard line. Cougars 34, Rainbow Warriors 31. 2.45 to go. Play clock at 15. Wilson and Algier in the backfield on the pistol. Strength left. Single tight end right. Handoff middle to Algier. Starts to his left. Driven back. No gain. 2.25 to play in Hawaii. Should think about using timeout or right here. Timeout number two is called.
4: Charge timeout, Hawaii. They're second of the half. Clock operator, please reset the game clock to 226. 226, please.
1: Now, Riley, if memory serves, did Hawaii not use a timeout just on the fourth down when they had to deliberate on the punt just a few moments ago? Was that when they called it before the fourth down? I thought it was.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Was that uh, so I am mixed up on the fourth down? Wasn't that a review? wow sorry i was i was forward thinking no, which i was no, trying hawaii, to do why Hawaii math.
1: did call the timeout right before the fourth and 23 okay so if you just are more decisive and say we're going to punt you yeah. don't use a timeout there that's a timeout they would like to have at this point again they were going to punt regardless it's a fourth and 23 but they called the timeout there and spent one that i think may cost them in the end 226 to play byu 34 hawaii 31 timeout number two taken but still, two show on the scoreboard. That is an error. Hawaii has just one timeout remaining, and now it's been taken off. Cougars 34, Rainbow Warriors 31. 2.26 to go, and a second and nine for BYU at the Cougar 19 yard line. Zach Wilson gun. Sweep handoff becomes a reverse to Aleva Hifo. Aleva Hifo gets to the 20, to the 25. Gain six on second and nine. The clock will roll and now stop for Hawaii's final timeout with 2.17 to go. So it's one final.
4: Hawaii, their third and final of the half.
1: It's one final third down for BYU to make here on a third down and short. No timeouts remaining for UH.
3: I used to love these situations, Greg. You go over to the sideline, and those old linemen are so fired up. The right side saying, run it our way. The left side saying, no, we want it our way. The center and guards are saying, run it right behind us. And, and you kind of look in their eyes, and you get a feel, with the help of the guys upstairs who have kind of been watching, who has the better matchup and what plays. They also have keep the stats and the analytics on what plays have been your most effective. But this is crunch time, and you love to look in the eyes of your teammates and see who really wants it.
2: Well, and what a great play there by Aleva Hifo, who turned a, that could have been a negative play, which which definitely changes the play call in this situation from a potential third and ten, but now it's a third and three. So great job by Aleva, putting his foot in the ground, making a guy miss, and turning six yards into a great six yards and very manageable here in this third and short.
1: Third and two, as it turns out, and BYU's tried one third and two tonight and made it. Hawaii's out of timeouts. A BYU first down will essentially win the game. Third down and two from the BYU 25-yard line. A long two for BYU.
3: Got to hustle, guys.
1: Play clock down to six and down to five. In motion, Simon with two and with one. Simon now goes under center, and timeout is taken by BYU.
4: Charge timeout, BYU, their first of the half.
1: So the play clock dangerously low, and Simon appeared to be setting up at the end of all that
3: under center
1: at the end of the play. Didn't it look that way to you?
3: <laughs> it sure did <laughs> for a quarterback sneak. Now, the, the linebackers were back at depth, and there was an A-gap little hole there, so I wasn't sure what they were doing. But it was unfortunate coming out of the timeout, nobody in the BYU huddle had their eye on the referee winding the play clock. He wound the play clock, and they stayed in the huddle for almost an entire 10 seconds and then of course Zach was trying to hurry the players into position and didn't get it done in time. BYU having to burn a final or to burn one of their three timeouts remaining.
1: So this game which is approaching four hours in length is still in the balance with a two yard third down about to be played for BYU. Third and two from the BYU 25. 2.17 to go in a 34 31 game. BYU with a win. Picks up a game over last year's record and finishes eight and five, and keeps Kalani Sitake undefeated in the postseason. Snaps Hawaii's three-game win streak and keeps UH from getting to 10 wins on the year. All right, here we go. Third down and two for BYU. This decisive play is about to be run from the BYU 25-yard line. Zach Wilson will come under center. Take the snap. Sprint to his left, rear to throw, and throws incomplete. He threw Lou, through low, to an open Micah Simon. The question would have been: If it's where it needs to be, does he have enough to get to the line to game? It's a moot point, and with two seventeen to play, BYU punched the ball away.
3: Well, and if you complete it,
4: Greg, that... clock operator, please set the game clock to two thirteen. Two thirteen, please.
3: And by the way, the play call is a little suspect to me. Unless a guy absolutely loves going against his arm, they had Zach Wilson sprinting out left, which is against his arm. Unless a guy absolutely loves it, you don't put him in a situation that big in the play. But at least if he completes it, doesn't get the, the line to gain. You run another 40 seconds off of the clock instead of here. Hawaii will get the ball back. With more than two minutes. Oldroyd punting away.
1: Catch made at the 37-yard line by JoJo Ward. Ward running to the far side. stop, Restarts. Flag flies. And this may come back even farther for UH. So kind of a disaster of a punt return there for Ward. With now 2-0-1 to play. It'll be up to the BYU defense to seal this deal here tonight. But Hawaii will get one last chance to get in position for either a game-tying field goal or a game-winning touchdown with a flag on the field and the punt return. 2-0-1 to go. 34-31. BYU is down to two yards needed to end the game. They didn't get it. Didn't get them and punted away. And now a long discussion around the flag.
2: Yeah, I think this is going to be a block in the back. Diane Gunwalek who got hit. Um, it was, it, I mean, it was a questionable. He got hit from the side, but it could have been more from his back. And so I think that's what they're discussing, but most likely it looks like this play will be penalized against Hawaii for a block in the back.
1: That would be the... That would be the inference, but such a long discussion here about it. See what uh, referee Tim O'Day has to say. He's been a busy man tonight relative to uh, public communications. He's been very involved as a conduit for replay information primarily. Not a penalty-filled game, but a lot of replays to interpret and share. And Now the discussion amongst the officials continues. Off a simple flag on a punt return.
4: There are two fouls on the play. Personal foul, blindside block, number 22 of the receiving team. Personal foul targeting number 31 of the kicking team. The targeting foul is under further review.
1: So, another delay for a review. And this all with 2.01 to go. And BYU up three. Hmm. So, the blindside block, a new call this year, is called. Concurrent with a targeting foul, and the targeting would be an automatic ejection. they will take a look at it, and see if it merits the flag on the field. They call. They called 31. They call Max Tullio. Max Tule Tule. On that?
3: Okay. Yes, they did. They have not shown a replay of uh, of the hit with Max. At least they haven't done it yet. And to remind our listeners, what a blindside block is is anytime the off an offensive player, right? In this case, the punt return team is heading back towards his sideline you cannot make contact with another player. And then they are now showing Max Tooley was the final tackler on the punt returner, and as he was finishing him to the ground, it looks like the crown of his helmet did make contact with the returner's head. So it's, it's not definitive, and it's not an egregious one, like you often see with, like, a safety hitting a the wide receiver across the middle of the field as they're going down to the ground. But uh, by the strict definition of the rule he may be subject to the call.
1: So the official Tim O'Day, the referee, still with the headset on with the uh, replay booth up top. This game has seen 892 yards in offense and 682 of them coming through the air. McDonald going for 431 and Wilson for 241. Three touchdown passes for McDonald. No touchdown passes for Zach Wilson. BYU doing its scoring on the ground. Wilson has scored two times on the ground. Doubling his season total of rushing touchdowns. Also rushing touchdowns for Lopini Katoa and Micah Simon today. And Simons came on the reverse, right?
3: Yes. Now, Now, Greg one of the things cuz they have not set up the change yet if the targeting call is overturned does that mean because these would be offsetting penalties the blindside block and the targeting would offset as far as yardage go but if the tar- if it's determined that it is not targeting then the flag is picked up and they only go back 15 yards am i understanding the only that penalty correctly? enforced
1: would then be the blindside block which right? would
4: back yeah. up Hawaii even further
1: here we go with the call
4: after reviewing the play the ruling of targeting on BYU's number 31 is confirmed Both fouls will be enforced. They net to zero. Cancel. First down, Hawaii.
1: And they didn't describe or or prescribe the ejection from Thule, but he should be leaving the field on a targeting ejection. That wasn't mentioned at that moment. And you would you would think that Max could be uh, obviously involved in this ensuing defensive series for BYU. Otherwise. So this all with 201 remaining and BYU up three and Hawaii about to take possession first and ten at the Rainbow Warriors' 26-yard line and now a discussion between officials and Coach Nick Rolovich on the near sideline.
4: Correction. The blindside block will be marked off half the distance to the goal. The dead ball, personal foul targeting is 15 yards. First down, Hawaii.
1: So they're going to remark off successive step-offs, and the spot will now be the 29-yard line.
3: So essentially what that did is from where the, the runner was stopped at the 25, it gave them a net positive of four yards, as I understood it. Regardless, 2-0-1 with... Uh, Facing a 71-yard field. I don't know how much time is a factor, assuming Hawaii you know, keeps with their normal rules of throwing the ball towards the sideline and trying to get first down and out of bounds to stop the clock in this two-minute drill.
1: Empty backfield. Cole McDonald takes the chest high snap. A step up and a fire deep down the far side. It is too far for his target, Jojo Ward. It'll go to second down and 10. UH back at the 29-yard line.
3: You know, as a quarterback, I kind of am a little bit jealous of this system. It's a, it's a pretty undisciplined. I, I shouldn't say undisciplined. I should say one that goes against Yes, one that goes against conventional wisdom. They typically in a two minute drill, you're trying to get your first first down, get a completion, get some rhythm going, and sure enough, Hawaii drops back and hucks it 55 yards down the field.
1: Second and ten from the Hawaii 29 yard line. BYU three stops away from a win. McDonald, on a three step, moves up in the pocket. Climbs it, escapes it, and dives for the line to gain. He'll be a yard shy. He went head first, but they mark him back by one yard. It'll be third down and one. The clock at 1.40 and rolling. No timeouts for UH. They're going to stay in gun. No such thing as quarterback sneak, I guess, here. It's it's third and a half yard for UH. Shotgun snap, McDonald. Loads up and wings it to an open man down the near side. Cut at the 25-yard line by Nick Mardner. And Hawaii is in field goal territory now, and Mardner got all by himself. Third and a half yard, and they go deep and find their man at the 24-yard line. 122 to go. New set of downs for UH.
3: Well, again, when you talk about unconventionality of the approach in this system, most guys are just trying to get that half yard. You realize it's four down territory with the game on the line, so you might as well take a shot down the field as they did, and they cashed in on it.
1: Empty backfield, trips to the right. Twins left, McDonald's shotgun. First and ten, the BYU 24. A step up and fire, a catch for the touchdown. Nick Mardner again. Hawaii is in front with 117 to go. It is 37 to 37-34 with a PAT coming
3: up. Well, as a quarterback, sometimes you don't really worry about reads. You don't worry about... What the play call is, you just find a guy who you feel has mojo and who has an advantage against the guy lined up across the field from him, and you just throw it up. And that's what happened on those last two plays for Cole McDonald and this, and this Hawaii offense.
1: So PAT try from Ryan Meskel. BYU was a third down and two away from ending the game. Meskel's PAT is up, and it is good, and BYU now needs a touchdown to win it. 71-yard drive, four plays and 44 seconds off the clock. BYU appeared to have this game won, even off the third-and-two failure. You felt pretty good about the chances to close it out. And on third and a third-and-a-half yard, McDonald went deep to Mardner, and then Mardner again for the score Second touchdown catch of the season for number 84, and now it's 38-34. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Radio, 107.9 FM KUMT Randolph, and KBYU FM HD2 Provo. It's been a four-hour game, and there is more football yet to play in regulation. BYU needing a touchdown to come back now to win. So many occasions here tonight when BYU appeared to be in a position to take total control and make it a multiple score game. That did not happen. And Hawaii hung in, hung in, and needing two yards moments ago to end the game. BYU threw incomplete, punted away, and the ensuing Hawaii drive ends up in the end zone. Ryan Meskel will... Kick it away. The kickoff from right to left. It is short. Gonwoleku, playmaking time. At the 10. At the 20. Hit. Ball loose. He falls on it, fortunately. BYU's hopes remain alive because he fell on it, but I think it was popped loose as he took that rock. So BYU now, first and 10, long field. Away from a Touchdown. Dian fell on it, or the game was going to be over, or close to over. BYU, two timeouts remaining. And those will be key here. So 1.12 to go. BYU trailing at 38-34 with 72 seconds to play. First and two Coogs at their own 22-yard line. Zach Wilson, shotgun. He's got Algier to his left hip. And he wings it, complete to Simon. On the crosser at the 35 gain of 15 to Micah Simon that was whistled and Micah good job to hang on as the play clock the game clock is at 106
3: really got a good job to do that if for no other reason than to quiet down this home crowd for Hawaii now communication becomes a little bit easier
1: Zach back of the gun we're under a minute to go Wilson Simon again at midfield makes the catch and falls to the ground the clock will stop to move the chains 55 seconds remaining BYU has two timeouts remaining field goal does nothing They must get in the end zone. They're 50 yards away, 50 seconds to play. Zach Wilson faced similar odds and similar situation at Tennessee earlier this year. A step up by Zach, a takeoff by Wilson. He's at midfield. He's gained three yards. He's gained five as he hurdles out of bounds and is forced out of the BYU team area. A gain of six. Second down four. Clock stops, 38 seconds to go.
3: Great job by Zach starting off this two-minute drive. Not only are they now set up on the 44 of their own territory, but uh, they've done that without having to waste a timeout and still 38 seconds left on the clock.
1: Hawaii 38, BYU 34, final minute of play here at the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. Second down four for BYU at the UH 44-yard line. Zach in a clean pocket, now moves the pocket to the right. Throws on the run, has Simon at the sideline. What a great toe tap and a catch for a first down by Micah Simon. Knew exactly where he was, feet inbounds, Move the sticks for BYU at the 40-yard line. Well done by Micah and a great throw by Zach.
3: Can I tell you the greatest thing about that was that Micah did not step out of bounds beforehand and become the first player to touch the ball coming back in. You see that so often in these two-minute scenarios, heady play by the senior.
1: 31 seconds to go. First and 10, the Hawaii 40-yard line. Touchdown or bust for the Cougars. Trips left. Single wide right. Shotgun to Zach Wilson. Releases. Intercepted. Game over. Picked off by Corey Bethley. BYU can stop the clock twice, but that'll do it. And BYU will lose the Hawaii game in very much the same way the Cougars lost the San Diego State game, it would appear, on a minus three turnover margin and failures to score inside the 20. Hawaii played clean, no giveaways. And they gave the ball away more than any other team in the country coming into today. San Diego State similarly played cleanly, no giveaways. BYU's turnovers and the opponent's lack thereof, will be differential and decisive as Hawaii prepares to take its first knee. 38-34, UH. McDonald will take a knee. There won't be any timeouts taken. It's elementary. This game is over. The clock will run out, and Hawaii wins it. 38-34, tough way to end the season for BYU. Post-game recap next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: clock has hit zero and this one is in the books it's time for cougar postgame live on the new skin byu sports network now let's join your host jason Shepard.
1: all right so we'll have jason in a little bit let's do a quick postgame recap though from aloha stadium here in honolulu hawaii hawaii wins it by a score of 38 to 34 Uh, the game winning points for uh come very late as in 117 to go as BYU lost a 34-31 lead and the ball game. The Cougars lose this one despite 500-plus yards of offense. 5.05 to Hawaii's 4.97. So more than 1,000 yards in total offense between these two teams. BYU allowed only four rush yards and lost. I'll have to go back a ways to find the last time BYU lost a game when allowing fewer than five rushing yards. But that happened here tonight. Cole McDonald, though. 28-46. 4.93. Four touchdowns, no picks. As importantly, the entire Hawaii team, no giveaways. BYU three, and that's ball game, Riley.
3: Yeah, I talked about a lot in the pregame that against a run and shoot team, you cannot get down in that possession advantage. And it did come down to Hawaii's last possession. They had overcome the two previous turnovers. They had overcome other, uh, uh, you know, other things that um, uh, th- this BYU team, sorry, had overcome other gifts that they had given to Hawaii and uh, it still took Hawaii down to the last possession but that's that's what happens the defense pitching a shutout until like you said a minute 14 left in the game and uh, it's not so much the numbers and analytics as it is timeliness and competitiveness and Hawaii was just a little bit more timely and a little bit more competitive when they needed it most.
1: Well much of the uh, much of the problem against San Diego State uh, was was, it kind of um, restated today against uh, against Hawaii. BYU lost the game in very similar ways. A couple of numbers of note uh, for BYU. They go six, 6 of 14 on third downs to Hawaii's excellent 9 for 18. BYU not bad. Hawaii just a little bit better. Yards per play. Hawaii 6.8 to BYU 6.2 possession time. Relatively even the turnover. The decisive number. BYU minus 3 in that margin. Zach Wilson, 24 of 40 for 274. No touchdowns, two picks. Passer rating of 107.5. Leading rusher for BYU, Tyler Algier, 8 for 77. An average of 9.6 yards per carry and probably didn't get the ball enough in this game, the way it turned out. Uh, receiving, 6 for 91 for Matt Bushman to lead the Cougars. Hawaii's Cole McDonald, I gave you his numbers a moment ago, 28 of 46 for 493. Four touchdowns, no picks. Passer rating of 180. Miles Reed ran 10 times for 17 yards. That was it in terms of a lead rusher. And Hawaii had Ward go for 159. Smart go for 142. Sharsh go for 90. And four touchdown passes among Hawaii's receivers. All right, final score 38-34. UH wins it. We'll have Jason Shepard with Cougar Postgame Live. Then back to Aloha Stadium shortly here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.